0: Welcome. This is Struggles to Strengths and I'm your host Chad Doff. This is the podcast about learning through your struggles and failures, figuring out how to take the difficulties in your life, the lessons learned, and then how do you move forward? Welcome back everybody to Struggles to Strengths episode 50. Can you believe it? I can't. We're almost heading into year two of the podcast and I'm excited about what we're going to do for episode one of year two. Uh, Stay tuned for that. I'm going to take a little uh, little bit of a chance, and uh, I think it's going to be good, though. I'm looking forward to it. What's the topic for this week? Don't confuse close with right. Don't confuse close with right. Now, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Um, I'm dealing with this as I sit here right now because you know what? I just recorded the whole podcast. I was really pleased with how it went and what I was doing, and I went in to edit, and I got the, the audio file put over into my software, and the software said, Corrupt File, and I was like, what? That's never happened before, so this is the first time that I've ever had to do the whole podcast over from scratch, and, and listen, you wouldn't have known that. I didn't need to tell you that. I could have just cut it again from the beginning and you wouldn't have known any differently but it's interesting right because you can't confuse close with right was i close to getting a podcast done i was because i I did the whole doggone thing the way that i do it every single week but when it got there it wasn't there no matter what i did there was nothing i could do to have that audio file work and so i'm starting over and here we go and I'll tell you where my thought process went and how I got to this topic was I was thinking about earlier this week. I had this weird thought that two plus two, if it equals five, that's an interesting thing. Two plus two equals five. What, what if I tell you that? What if I say to you two plus two equals five? What's the first thing you say? Well, I know I've got some perfectionists out there or some people who like law and order and don't like things to be wrong. And they're like, well, you just quit even saying it out loud like that. I don't like, you're wrong. It's not five. It's four. Two plus two equals four. That's math. That's how it works. That's where it is. Stop saying that, Chad. I don't like it. What if I told you what's close though? I mean, five, four, it's just this one number apart there. I'm, I'm not... I'm not missing it by that much, am I? Is that, that going to be okay? Isn't close enough good enough? I mean, in golf, if I hit it way far out, I hit it really close. Isn't that good enough? Well, it's a good shot, maybe, but it's not in the hole. You have to make it in the hole for the hole to be over to complete the task. And this is my question. How many of you are doing this in your life? You do the math every day. Professionally, personally. You look at the problem and you go, it's two plus two. Then it equals five. And you know that's not right. But you know what? It's close enough. I'll tell you, I learned a lesson about close not being what you wanted as a young kid. Um, I can't remember if I've alluded to this story before or not on well, Struggles to Strength, but I'm going to tell it again here. So I grew up in a little town called Kenton, a little farming community, 8,000 people, great place to grow up. I, I love my friends and family from, from where I grew up there in Kenton, and I've talked to you before in the past about how we grew up modestly never hungry never went without roof over our head you know we'd go out to eat once a week and either be ponderosa mcdonald's or pizza hunt and all of those things were gourmet we couldn't believe we got a chance to do it or every once in a while we would do the fish fry perch fish fry at a particular restaurant in town on a Friday night, and my dad would try and see if single-handedly our family could take that uh, that restaurant out of out of business. Um, but for the school year, you know, we always go buy a couple pairs of jeans, you know, get some shirts, and I would always get to get a new pair of shoes. You know, tennis shoes, workout type shoes, right? You know, fun play shoes, and those were my shoes for the whole school year. I would wear those shoes from the beginning of the year to the end of the year and then though it would become my kind of play shoes in the summer and then when the next year would come around my feet would have grown obviously I'd get to get a new pair of shoes well back then converse were really cool you know that was back when Larry Bird and and Magic Johnson and Charles Barkley <clears throat> all wearing converse and they, and I wanted a pair of converse and we went shopping and couldn't find converse in this one particular store that we went to but they had a pair of shoes made by spalding you know, spalding you know makes equipment like like tennis equipment and some other things i had never seen a pair of spalding shoes high top shoes before but i'll tell you they looked similar to the converse that i had my eyes on not the same they look similar. And they were actually a little bit cheaper. And so I think it was my dad who saw them when he's like, Hey son, what what about these? But these are not not exactly the same, but you know, they're about the same price, a little bit cheaper actually. What do you think about these? Now i'm the kind of kid was the kind of kid and am the kind of adult that i don't like to rock the boat i like to to not cause trouble if i can um i'll do things to make somebody else happy or or just go with the flow and so i looked long and hard at those spalding shoes and i thought to myself um all right like i can it's just for a year I can rock Spalding's for a year, right? And they're pretty close to what I wanted. And so I got the Spalding shoes. I tried them out first, right? Made sure they were fast. I got in them and ran up and down the the hallway of the shoe store. And I tested and certified that, yo, yeah, I'm fast in these (laughs) for sure. Can can jump high in these. No problem there either. So I got the Spalding shoes. But I'll tell you what, the very next day, I totally regretted it. I looked at those shoes and they were, they just, they weren't what I wanted. They weren't what I wanted. And we were out to buy the shoes that I wanted. They were, I was not making some unreasonable request for the Converse, but I settled for the Spalding's. And I remember very specifically asking my mom, can we please, can I please get the other shoes. Can we can we do something? I, you know, I don't even know if I have to take them back because I'm not even sure if I realized that as a con as a concept. You know, over 40 or you know 40 years ago ish, 35 years ago, almost 40 years ago now. It wasn't like Amazon where you just put, printed a label and send them back, right? So guess what? I wore the Spalding shoes, and I don't even think any of my buddies ever even commented. On them. I mean, we we first day of school, you're checking out lunch boxes and shoes and that sort of thing. I don't even think my friends paid any attention, but you want to know who paid attention? Me. I was miserable at first because I was not what I wanted. For me, those Spalding shoes were two plus two equals five. Close, but not good enough. But I'll tell you what, in that instance, I was stuck. I I had them for the whole year. But I'll tell you something that I did learn with those shoes is that, you know what? Actually, no one did care. I was one of uh, probably the best athlete in my school. And so when we went out on the playground to pick a kickball team, guess who always got picked first or second or, you know, right at the top? You know, if we're playing basketball or football or anything that we, we were doing, boys could be boys back in those days. I still got picked at the top of everything because, why? Because, well, I was just me. Luckily enough, right? No one really cared about those shoes. They were my problem. I didn't like them. But don't confuse close with right. I knew better and I chose that. Now, can you think of an instance or something in your life where you're doing that right now? somewhere professionally a job school in your personal life are you doing that with your significant other are you doing that with your with your family with your friends where you know it's not right maybe it's close but you know it's not right and here's the thing doing math wrong over and over and over again also does not make it right You know, I was thinking about like, imagine a hypothetical situation where, you know, in your kitchen, there were those, do you remember those old magnet, um, numbers that you could put like on the refrigerator letters and numbers that were all different colors. Imagine on your refrigerator, you've got two plus two equals, and you've got to solve that math problem before you go out to work every single day. But here's the thing. The only other number on your refrigerator is the number five, but by rule, you have to do that problem before you leave. And so what do you do each and every day? You go to the refrigerator, you pick up that blue number five, and you slap it on the problem. Mission complete. You've done your math. It is done. And guess what's close? Was clo- That problem was close. But is it right? Do you feel right? Is it where you want to be? I bet the answer to all three of those things is no, no, and no. And that's where you have to make a choice. Now, here's the thing. So Chad, you're right. I don't like the job that I have. I don't Appreciate or like necessarily the relationship that I'm in. Well, how do I get a new one? What do I do? Just tell me what you just tell me what to do now. You tell me how to solve my problems, and that's exactly what I'm gonna do. And listen, if if I could do that, if I had that power, I would love it. Actually, I'd love to be able to help people that way. But if I had that power, I'd create a new podcast right now. And that's all I'd talk about, and I would take clients from all over the world, and I would be the richest dude you knew. Um, And I would have vacation houses all across the world. And I would be living this marvelous life, getting paid for this service of how to get people to take a crack at the new math problem. I I don't have that power. But I do have some advice. And I can tell you what's worked for me in the past is that when you realize that, you're not exactly... Where you want to be, that's a big first step. And then you start to noodle at that problem and you realize, okay, I got to get a new job. I got to get my resume updated. I got to start making contacts out there with some people that I've met in the industry. Or I need to go on YouTube and look and see if there's jobs that interest me. Or how hard would it be to learn something new? Or can I take a class? You know, at my community college, my local high school, or something online. Do I, do I really want to change? Do I really want to do that? We well, have to start pushing and putting that energy forward to kind of figure these things out to give yourself a chance to do it. What about that relationship? I don't I don't think I know this relationship isn't right for me. But then, well, how do you do? Well, you know what? Well, you start working on you first. The only I don't know, how many times do I say it, gang? The only person you can change in life is you. And if you want to change these equations, the, the change starts with you. Like, love, and respect yourself. It's such an important piece. And when you start to do these things and work on these things, and when you start to call in the positivity into your life that comes with the change that you're looking for, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to be shocked at what comes your way. I can, I can attest to it. I could I could do a podcast for hours about how things have improved for me personally and professionally, how I'm so much happier in the job that I have now, working directly with my you know with colleagues again and, and getting a chance to lead a team. What what that means to me and, and and all the all the great stuff. But you have to get there realizing that uh, that you can't com- you cannot confuse close with right. They're just not. They are not the exact same thing so each and every week we give you two takeaways from the podcast i don't think you're gonna have to have listened real hard this week to figure out the the takeaways i'm gonna offer here at the end number one say it with me don't confuse close with right close can be comfortable close can be an area where you think okay that's good enough i've done it But if you look at it like a math problem, if you look at it like simple arithmetic, two plus two, any answer that is not four may be close or may be a mile away, but they all have something in common. They're not right. And then the second thing, doing that problem over and over and over again wrong, slapping that five up on the refrigerator. On the equation as you walk out the door. You can do it wrong over and over and over again. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't change it. And so that's my ask of you this week. Sit sit down. Take five minutes, ten minutes. Maybe grab a piece of paper and a pen. Maybe it's something or your notes app on your phone. And ask yourself. Is there an area in my life Where. I'm close, but I know it's not right. And if you find something, the question is, then what can you do to make positive change to help you and to help others? I'll look forward to hearing someone's success story, hopefully in the not too distant future. And if this is something that you got something out of this week, the podcast of struggles and strengths is something on your daily or pardon me, your weekly, pardon me, your weekly listening routine. And I know a lot of folks that that has become the case now. Do me a favor, keep sending it out to your friends, put it on your social media. I know you maybe have done it once or twice and you think, yeah, I've done that a few times, but I'm I'm asking you to continue to do it. That repetition helps me grow and helps me get the message out there and the word out there, which I just, I love helping people. And so Um, Give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you have not done that yet as well. And uh, thanks so much for spending this time with me. Until next time, be well.